On episode 21 of the Holocronicles podcast, Josh and Andy catch up after some vacation time, talk about their experience being on the WSTR and the Around the Galaxy podcast, talk about an excellent hashtag show me your collection, and the possibility of a Kenobi series starring Ewan McGregor. The force is strong with this podcast. Pass on what you're about to learn. going on andy josh good to see you again good to see you man welcome into the Holocronicles chronicles podcast hey if you're just joining us uh, don't forget to rate and review us on all the major podcast networks or on youtube uh you know we definitely love to interact with you so uh, feel free to get a hold of us on all the social media outlets uh email us at holochronicles at gmail.com or and most especially follow us at Holocronicles on twitter Instagram, and Facebook. We'll get back to you. We promise. <laughs> and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Share with your friends. And uh, get the uh, the Holocronicles uh, podcast out there, would you? Would Th- you? Thank you for sharing. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Josh, it's been a while since we've put up our own podcast. It really has. Um, we've been, but we've been busy. We've been busy. It's, uh, you know, it's a vacation time of year for us. Uh, I know you went on a couple trips, and I got out of town a little bit and got to do a couple fun things. Um, yeah, real life got in the way of Star Wars. What a bunch of BS. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess that makes us normal, I suppose. But, sure. Um, but just because we haven't put on our own podcast in a while doesn't mean we haven't been potting. We uh, have recently been on two podcasts, had a great time with both of them, Uh First, with the WSTR fellas, um, Todd and Aaron. Yep. There's a third, Heather, who was uh, unavailable when we when we met up. Such a shame, but also another reason to go back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I suppose so. And be yeah. like, hey, we want to be on the pod when it's your whole pod, all right? Yeah. Not WS. <laughs> that would be excellent. I'd, <laughs> I'd love to love to hear how big of dorks Heather thinks we are. <laughs> Um, I'm sure she could tell us without us going on her pod, but yeah. Yeah, but that was a good time. Uh, Todd and Aaron were great hosts, and we we got to talk about um, the the deal George Lucas made. Yep. Instead of taking a $500,000 um, bonus, yep. uh, he decided to work in his agreement the, um, the toy... Um, yeah, the merchandising. The merchandising yep. agreement with uh, Kenner, and that... Man, billions, yeah, pa- paid off in billions. Yeah, it's one of those, uh, one of those good moves. Yeah, nice move. Um, and at the time, probably difficult to make because in 1976, 1977, five hundred thousand dollars probably went a little further than it does today. Sure, but that was awesome. We had a good time talking with them, and then um, just earlier this week, a podcast dropped on the Around the Galaxy podcast with Pete Fletzer. And we went, it's funny, Josh, because we went long with WSTR. There was two of them, two of us. We went about an hour and a half, sure. I want to say. Yeah. And that was a little bit longer than what they normally do, at least according to them. I haven't heard all of their podcasts, right. but but um, a little bit longer. And then it's funny because on Pete's podcast, it says... <laughs> I love the description. <laughs> it says, one guest, one hour, yeah, yeah. all Star Wars. All you know, Star Wars. Something like that. And so he broke a little tradition, as he mentioned on Twitter this week, that he went two guests, two hours. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it... That's the Holocronicles effect right there. Yeah. We, uh, we go long. We go long. Hey. We're like a good wide receiver. That's right. We go along. There it is. Um, we're uh, we're twenty parsecs. <laughs> <laughs> we we had a great time though with Pete. Um, if you haven't listened to either one of those, please go and listen to them. Support please. their podcast. They're they're great uh, folks to work with, and and 
I, I'll tell you, neither one of those seemed like an hour and a half or two hours no, I, at the time. I think we could have kept going. I mean, honestly, <laughs> I mean, we could have. We could. I don't have. know if they wanted us <laughs> right. to. Right, we're the yeah. guests. Yeah. I mean, we're just the we're just the guests. Yeah, no. On on both, it was a really good time. It was fun. It's fun collaborating like that. It's fun um, uh, answering questions, asking questions. Definitely gave us a, a different perspective on what it's like to to be a guest, which is hilarious. I don't know, you know, but we really haven't had a guest yet. We called Trevor up the one time and he phoned in. Sure. Um, but that is something we hope to remedy very soon. Not hope. I think we've got it in the works. Um, we've got a couple, uh, guests coming up we've talked about. So, so yeah, just, you know, stay tuned for that. And, uh, that was just a good time. It was. And, 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 and I'm kind of putting out the August, I think we can make this official in 2019 that August is Star Wars Podcast Collaboration Month. Yeah. Just period. <laughs> yeah. Right? Is there a... Is it's going to happen in 2020. Is there a color of a ribbon we can wear for sure. that or something? I, it's a summer of love. It's yeah. a summer of podcast love yeah. in August. August and uh, podcast love. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and more to come, by the way. More, we have a few more appearances we're going to be on. And then we have uh, a couple other pods that are going to join us. So we're excited. It might bleed into uh, September. Who knows? Yeah. Summer or August of love might turn into the fall of love too. Sure. Wait, fall? No, we want the rise. The rise of love. The rise of love. That's what we want. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Um, There are a couple of things for those in the Pacific Northwest. Well, there's something coming up in September, what we like to call the Rose City Comic-Con. Yeah, Portland, Oregon. uh, If you're in the area, if you're anywhere close, uh, go to it. We'll be there. Come come find us. We'll be wearing uh, easily recognizable T-shirts. Yep. Uh, come find us, shake our hands. Join the BMB. You might, if you do come find us, you might get yourself a little uh, BMB trinket. Uh, we're definitely going to come with some swag for sure. Um, <laughs> at least some stickers. At least, at the very least, some stickers uh, and make it BMB official. Uh, Blue Milk Brigade, if uh, you're you. just joining us. Yeah, we'll knight you. <laughs> we'll knight you on the uh, shoulder, on the shoulder. showroom floor. Yeah, yes. no problem with the saber. Um, Ooh. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to uh, bring a saber then. There you go. Um, so... Yeah, we'd love to see you there and uh, talk with you, chat. I think we've talked about that before, having a little, having a little powwow with our pal, with our BMBers out there, our fellow BMBs, our fellow collectors and lovers of Star Wars. Speaking of fellow collectors, Josh, last weekend, last Saturday, we had an excellent collection that we featured on our hashtag Show Me Your Collection Saturdays. What we like to typically do, um, and this one, this one came from Kate. Okay. Show me your collection. Kate, which her handle on Twitter is at Wembley. Oh, man. Yeah, at Wembley. Kate1138. That, and she had a collection. It sounds like a droid call sign there. Kate1138. Kate1138, quick. Hit the rear shield deflectors. That's... Could be. Could K. Be. We'll go K1138. K1138. Um, yeah, like T, or it could be like a stormtrooper, like a TK421. Well, you know, you know, if you want to make her evil, go for it. Mm, well, I don't want Sorry, to Sorry, Kate. Yeah. That was Andy, not me. <laughs> anyway, Kate's collection, she had a bedroom full of Star Wars stuff. It was pretty cool. Um, she had a wall of Funkos, hmm. which impressive, if nothing else. Impressive. Quite, quite a few Funkos. She has a, a shoulder tattoo back, you know, backslash shoulder tattoo of Princess Leia. Which yeah, very was, cool. It was very pretty. Very cool. And one thing that I really liked about her collection was her autograph wall. And Josh, as a fellow mm. autograph seeker, yep, I know you appreciated it too. She had um, autographs of the following characters: uh, Admiral Radis, of course, mm-hmm. the good one, Kletu. From oh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Uh, she had the Jeremy Bullock autograph yep. for Boba. Yep. And she had Squid Heads. Really? Autograph. Yeah. yeah. And those are those are just the ones that I could see. There was more down the wall. I like that. Those those are some eccentric, you know, with the exception of Jeremy, probably some some very uh you know, I like that. Yeah. I, some layered. I appreciate I appreciate that. Yeah, she had a really cool uh now I am jealous, and now I will be pursuing those autographs. <laughs> Thanks, Kate. 
<laughs> yeah, she had a cool uh, Star Wars bedsheet too. But she said that once uh, those are older pictures because uh, she got married and then uh, her husband was like, I love you. I love your Star Wars stuff, but there's no room for me. So we got to move some stuff out. <laughs> so so I, did, I did have like some, you know, some jokes brewing in there about, you know, Star Wars sheets. But, you know, I got to tell you, hey, I put them on my bed right now. So, yeah, they're they're pretty sweet. And so she told me through some correspondence that she was uh, bittersweetly looking forward to her 18 year old moving out because then that would free up a room. <laughs> <laughs> first stuff. Love you. See yeah. ya. Yeah. Peace out. Um, thanks, Kate, for sharing. And remember, if you have a Star Wars collection of any size or variety, um, get a hold of us because we are always looking for collections to feature on Saturdays. Hashtag show me your collection and get a hold of us. Send us up to four pictures. Uh, through direct message, and then that way we can ask you a couple questions too, and kind of get to know the collector a little bit. Yeah, for sure. It's uh it's the highlight of our week. It really is. We we're, we love seeing what people are into and how different they are from other collections that we've seen throughout this uh, whole Twitter slash podcasting experience. It's been yeah, fun. It's been awesome. All right. Uh, next, we were asked a question. Through Twitter. This question comes from Anthony at Ant Shot First. Ah, hmm. Hmm. Must be a solo fan. Look at that guy. Ant Shot First. At Ant Shot First. Anthony um, asked us, hey, I'm going to start collecting the original Kenner figures. Any tips, advice, or suggestions? That's a great question. It's a great question. And one that I feel like is right up our alley. Well, me too. And and what's funny is, uh, as a collector, if you've been collecting for a little while, you may think that everyone's been collecting for a little while. But it's fun to kind of get that jolt with a good question like this. I'm like, hey, there's people out there that could literally be just deciding, just yeah. starting. Like, hey, you know what? I think I do want to get a few things. Yeah, kicking the idea around yeah. a little bit. Like, yeah, I've seen other people's collections on hashtag show me your collection. Yeah. And then that looks like something fun. But that could also seem overwhelming, especially if you look at like Kate's pictures and you're like, wow, mm -hmm. where do I even start? You know, with Funko, with uh, autographs, with, you know, uh, vintage, all those things. So really... You know, I think uh, you answered a couple of his questions, and so go ahead. But well, what I what initially I appreciated right off the bat, he said Kenner figures, right? So that is a specific place to start. There's a finite number of them; they're not continually making more each year. There's about 105 or so original figures that exist. They're right. not impossible to find. Some are obviously more expensive, but. But it can be done. It sure. can absolutely be done. Now, there's a lot of entry levels into Star Wars collecting, and that's one of the things that makes Star Wars so cool. You could be into figures. You could be into the modern figures like Black Series or Funko. You could be into autographs. You could be into posters. You could be into... Like, the list goes on. There's literally any toothbrushes. Right. Pez dispensers. Lunchboxes. Lunchboxes. Thermoses. Magazines. Anything out there, Star Wars related, is collectible to somebody out there. So there's a lot of ways to enter Star Wars collecting. But Anthony got us going with Kenner figures. He's starting off with Kenner figures. And so just off the top of my head, I came up with four things. And the first one was make or print off a list of the figures. And I really like that because I think it's one thing that I did not do. And so when you, you know, when you said that, I was like, good, that's, and it's something I did later on, but if, if someone's just starting, I think that's really important because it gives you a little bit of a compass or some direction or at least some goals. Right. So continue. Yeah. So this, this gives you a little bit of organization right off the bat. Now, Anthony literally has two figures at, in his collection at the moment. That's a good start. That's it. That's all he's got. He's got two figures and he wants to build from there. And so he, uh, I told him, make a list or, you know, write it out or print one off. And as you get things, check them off, you know, because 
105 things to keep track in your mind can be difficult, especially when some have capes and some have lightsabers, some have guns, some have little other accessories. Binoculars. <laughs> and so... Um, <laughs> So they're very, very different, difficult to keep track in your head. So this is just a very practical organizational tool here. Secondly, I, I told them, um, make a budget. For me, that was something that was pretty important. I do not have an unlimited disposable income source that I can just go buy whatever, whenever. Um, I have to budget. And so everybody budgets differently, but you do something that works for you whether it's 20 bucks a month or maybe you get paid every week and you can allot, you know, 20 bucks a week, you know, whatever the case is, however much you want to do, make sure it fits within your means. Cause the last thing you want is for your hobby to be a burden. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so make a list, make a budget and then be diligent on places like eBay or Craigslist or offer up or wherever, you know, uh, what are some, there's another one that I'm thinking of. Let it, let go. Yeah. Let, let it go. It, let it go. Yeah. But anyway, be diligent. Um, you're going to find a lot of crummy deals on those, you know, and there's, there's a lot of crappy deals on eBay, right? There's sure. a, there's a ton of merchandise on eBay, but there's also a lot of bad deals. But if you're diligent, you can find some good ones. If you're the first one to respond on Craigslist, you know, because, you know, I check, I check, Offer up every morning. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Do you have, you know, because as far as the diligence goes, I would say you're the, in our, in our group of collectors, you're the one who is like the whistleblower. You're the ones like, Hey, this is happening. (laughs) And, and, you know, something we talked about on, on a couple on WSTR and around the galaxy was sharing with, with others. And so you'll, you'll kind of send out a, an all alert to the group, an APB, an APB to the, uh, to the blue milk brigade here in the Northwest and say, Hey, anyone looking for this, which is, which is great. But really the, the lesson there is I know that every morning I know that you've checked. I don't, you know, it's almost a bit of a crutch for me because I'm like, well, Andy will look and if there's any, well, which also means you're getting the, the sweet stuff first, you know, but whatever <laughs> that's, Hey, I'll you know, take whatever you don't early bird gets the worm there. Right. Early Porg gets the milk. I don't know. <laughs> Draw your own conclusion there. But um, yeah, so be friends uh, with those with those websites, with those. Um, and also, one more thing is Facebook Marketplace. And I know you don't utilize that as much, but Facebook I Marketplace. Don't, I don't use it at all. Right. It is, is an up and coming uh, platform uh, for purchases, too. So I found I've actually personally, uh, you know, like my, my three, uh, logo three label there. Yeah. Um, Oh, your, your tri tri one man sales gift, sales gift in a case, I got a screaming deal on it and it came from the UK. I I didn't pay much for shipping. I mean, the guy just had a good deal. He knew what he had. It's not graded. Um, but when it showed up in the case in a, in a, you know, a acrylic case, I was like, I didn't even see that coming in the box. You know, I haven't even opened it. Yeah. So that is a, Another good platform that's for you good, to look yeah, forward to. That's a really good resource. Um, join groups. By the way, if you're on Facebook, just join collector groups out there in your in your area. And and by the way, it doesn't have to be in your area because everybody ships worldwide for the most part, you know, with UPS. So that's a that's a great resource there, Josh. The one that I haven't utilized, and in some ways, I'm kind of glad because that's just more. <laughs> More to look at. Just more another to, pit for your money. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what that's what I do. So that's what I told him to do. And um, for you'll you'll go through fifty crummy deals, and then you'll find a sweet one. Yeah. Um, and, and then uh, number four. Yeah. Be patient. Uh, collecting collecting all of these figures is doable, but it's definitely going to take time. It took me a few years to get to get all of them. Um, and that's using the checklist and budgeting and trying to stick to the budget. Sure. Um, but it's not all going to happen overnight. Sometime you'll buy a lot that has 20 figures in it. Yep. You know, and that'll check off some boxes and then, you know, maybe you got to get some accessories and and that takes time. It all, it all takes time. It's not going to happen quickly. Um, unless you just got cheddar that you can spend. Right. But, uh, 
yeah, those are the four things that came to my head right away, and he appreciated that. By the way, Anthony is from the UK, right? And, and there's so, a great there's a great uh, supply of of vintage you know toys over there as well, um, but they're missing a few things. You know, it, you know the quantity is is in the U.S. for sure, but definitely. Um, so maybe if you're if you're in the UK and you listen to this pod, uh, reach out to Anthony. Maybe you have something that you could. Uh, tell him or or maybe a place a resource to go to that's a little more uk specific that could help him out and remember his handle on twitter is at ant shot first like ant as an anthony shot first right and if you're in the uk and uh you can find a oh gosh i forget the i forget the actual model of the world war ii gun that makes you e11 oh i had it it's gone right now, but I need it. And, but you can only get them over there because they plug them and, but then it's hard to ship overseas, but, yes. but you know, call me, we'll, we'll, we'll figure something out. All right. We'll container <laughs> ship or maybe some, some black market action. I want, I want a legit, uh, uh, body for an E11. Hello, what have we here? Collector tip. Ooh. That wasn't the collector tip. That wasn't the collector tip, but that wow. was a good segue into it. Okay. Um, Josh, you and I before have, bleached out white figures for Star Wars. Like I'm thinking Storm specifically stormtroopers. Yeah. Storm um, you know, they can fade. And when they, by fading, when they've been in direct sunlight for long periods of time or just over a period of 40 years, they can yellow. Right. Um, and there's there are some YouTube videos on how to get rid of a yellowed white figure um, and even spaceships. This last week, for the first time, I bleached out a ship. Um, I had a, I had gotten a B-Wing, and I bleached it out using just some 3% hydrogen peroxide. Now, there are different... Yeah, there's different percentage, like, like strength, right? Yes, there's different strengths of hydrogen peroxide, and then there's different... There's like a gel that uh, hairdressers use for, you know, like hair, bleaching hair. Sure. Um, and then there's actually something there's there's a product specifically for bleaching out plastic you know white brightening the white in plastics right um and doggone i can't remember the name of it but if you do a youtube search on you know how to whiten a action figure it'll pop up but i i whitened up a b-wing and i'll post some pictures on twitter at holochronicles at holochronicles thank you josh um, it's the first time I've done a whole ship. Now, to do a whole ship, you got to have something big enough to submerge it in. So I took the took it all apart and I grabbed the white parts of the ship and I, I put them in a, a plastic tub that was kind of translucent mm-hmm. because it requires sunlight reacting. Ironically, the sunlight is the thing... The that, activator, yeah. The deactivator, the activator to the hydrogen peroxide that that ends up undoing what a sunned out figure looks right. like or a ship. And so um, I got a, a tub big enough for the B-wing parts, which are kind of long. And the, and the tub cost me about five bucks at Target, but it has a lid on it. You want the lid, otherwise it'll just evaporate. Um, and so I put it, I submerged it, took a couple rocks and put them on so they wouldn't float. So they were totally submerged. Mm-hmm. High tech rocks. High tech. Yeah. Super. This is all a super high tech. Yes. Um, the the little. I think they come in uh, quartz. Of the hydrogen peroxides are come in quartz, and they're like ninety nine cents each. Right. And so I bought like ten of them because you had to have enough to submerge them in, in the tub. And so after. Two sunny days, and they were summer days, so sunny summer days. They were completely bleached out. They looked brand new. And I put it all back together, and it looked sharp. Yeah, you shared some pictures. They really looked I shared some really pictures with you. Good. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. And, yeah. and we'll, like you said, we'll share on Twitter. But, man, it, it looks really good. It looks it looks awesome. Now, what, what you'll have to do if you're going to do that is that any 
any existing decals on there. And fortunately for me, the, the decals on this had mostly fallen off right. over the years because this was a this was kind of like a, a box of Star Wars stuff that I had recently purchased that had been sitting in a garage and it was very dirty and the stickers had fallen off. So I bought, again, for five bucks, I bought a sticker sheet of uh, reproduction decals that you can get on eBay and a number of different sites that, that make them. Um, and they're pretty inexpensive. But you slap new decals on a freshly bleached out ship, man, it looks awesome. Right. And of course, this is for your personal collection. Uh, we don't condone, you know, trying to trying to pass off repo, repro, uh, you know, graphics or, or weapons or anything to anyone. But, you know, I have... Uh, which I got from you, I uh, a nice Slave One, and it was nicer than the Slave One that I had with the um, with the original decals. But it's just beautiful. It's for me. That's it. It's yeah. my piece. I like to look at it. I don't every time I look at it think, oh, those are repro graphic. You know, I don't know stickers. Oh man, decals. So I I appreciate. Well, it's for your collection. So that those are the only way I condone you know, repro is, is to take something that could be considered, you know, something you could throw away and making it beautiful really in the end. Yeah. And if you're going to be a part of the BMB, yeah, you're not going to, you're going to be very honest about your use of reproduction. Right. Items. And you can point those, you can spot those people right away. They are, they tell you right away, right off, right off the bat, like, Hey, this is what it is, you know? Yeah, I've sold a, a few ships that have reproduction stickers on it, and that doesn't seem to hurt the value. Um, at least it hasn't on eBay. Right. Um, it d- doesn't seem to hurt the value with the reproduction stickers, but once you say like reproduction weapons and accessories, yeah. you know, like capes, for, especially like for the original stuff, then you know, of course the 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 price has to come way, way down it for does. those things. Especially when you have weapons that are worth sometimes, or not sometimes, a lot of times more than than the figures mm-hmm. themselves. For example, the A-Wing pilot. Right. right. The A-Wing pilot by himself in good shape, you know, maybe 70, 80 bucks, but the gun, that's 150. Or Leia. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Leia you can get for 10 bucks, but her gun, 100 bucks, you know. Or, yeah. So the, those where it really matters is in the weapons, less so for the decals. Um, so there's your collector tip: use hydrogen peroxide. This is just the stuff you find at any you know grocery store, and uh, make sure the tub that you're bleaching in. Oh, I also threw in a couple stormtroopers in just because you always have to throw a couple stormtroopers. In. Yeah, I mean you always have to. You, you might as well polish that armor, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do. Um, Unless it's Mustafa, you know, whatever. Yeah, that brings us to Easter eggs. Hey, our Star Wars Easter egg today. Uh, actually, I have to credit at Geeky Retro Nerd Nerds, Geeky Retro Nerds. Um, I saw this; they had posted this on Twitter a couple months ago, and I've just been sitting on it. But it's totally cool, um, and I will post a picture crediting the Geeky Retro Nerds on it but um in empire strikes back we were introduced to the character bosk right one of the bounty hunters with the lizard face for those that aren't recognizing the name um (laughs) and thank you for joining us (laughs) (laughs) well i mean you never know josh you never know i'm trying to be kind uh bosk's outfit came from a doctor who outfit like not not even altered. It's the same outfit that one of the first Doctor Who's wore, like like the character Doctor Who wore. Because mm-hmm. huh. I I don't really watch Doctor Who. Sorry, I I don't either. It's not something that's really been on my radar. Yeah. Um. At any point in my life, it's just I've known it's out there, but I've never really not even watched an episode, single one. I think I've watched a couple just because, you know, BBC dad had it on or something, but gotcha. Yeah, never, that well, was in my childhood. There's, there's been a bunch of Doctor Who's. Sure. Low, right? Yeah. I tons. think like nine or something. Yeah. I, I could be way Probably off on more, that. Maybe more. Yeah. But, but the show goes back quite a ways. I mean, it was originally, I believe in black and white. So at least this picture was taken in black and white. Right. So I'm, I'm extrapolating a bit there, but yeah, the Doctor Who outfit, 
and again, watch for this on Twitter, came right, right, uh, went from Doctor Who right on to Bosk. That's great. Pretty crazy, huh? That is cool. Well, you know, and I think uh, if you think about it, you know, I've been to Universal Studios. I actually had the opportunity to take kind of a, you know, the the behind the scenes tour, but we did a, a VIP behind the scenes tour. So mm. we got to, mm. we got to tour through one of their props warehouses and they, they have props like tables and chairs and, and lamps and plants and like you said, outfits and all these things that are recycled. Like uh, our guide is able to point out a couple things and say, Hey, by the way, this was in, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, how, how I forget the the name. Anyway, it was in this episode of Friends, and it was also in this episode of you know uh, whatever. So you know, sharing which is, props. Yeah, sharing props is a common thing because they have a prop house, and so as a designer for a movie, you go in and you basically shop like you're at Costco. You go, I want that, and I want that, and I want that. So it's interesting to to see that an unchanged prop like uh, the outfit that Bosk wore um, was, was identified in the other show it was used in and, and probably used in again, modified. That's just how they do things. And they don't create, they do create a lot of things, especially star Wars, but some of those, some of those star Wars props are probably reused, you know, were reused after the show. And well, and you can even see within star Wars movies, some of the, some of the props being reused. Like I'm thinking of, some of the robots in the um, sand crawler. Right. You see later on, like in Jabba's palace. And, right. In Return of the or Jedi. Or in Bespin. You know, yeah. you see, yeah. There's, yeah. You just, you just watch the backgrounds and you'll be like, oh, yeah, I've seen that before. Sure. And yeah, they reuse a few things. Um, well, the galaxy is smaller than you think. <laughs> well, like we said on Pete's podcast, it's smaller now because we're down in Alderaan and we're down five planets in the Hosmian <laughs> system. <laughs> so, yes, getting smaller... With every movie that comes out. There it is. Speaking of small galaxies, uh, make sure that you, you know, make our little galaxy a little smaller by sharing with your friends um, at Holochronicles on Twitter and uh, at Holochronicles on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we just want to we just want to get out there to everyone that we can, especially as we're sharing with these other podcasts out there. We know they're working hard to give you good content. And, um, I, I just, I, we just love the community. So, uh, thank you for your support and we'll, uh, we'll see you out there. So what's next there, Andy? Now it's time for Star Wars impersonations with Josh and Andy. <laughs> oh man. So this is like a new segment where we're, we're going to, what, what are we going to do? We're going to try this out for once in a while, once in a while. So here's why, here's why Josh and I got to laughing about this earlier. Um, when we were on. Pete's podcast, Around the Galaxy podcast, episode 26. Go look it up. Um, at the end, he does his 10 questions with his guests all the time. And and uh, one of the questions is, uh, what's your favorite Star Wars sound? Yeah. And, and he has a great 10... Qu so listen to that, Around the Galaxy. He has a great 10-question segment at the end of all of his podcasts with his guests. And so my... My favorite Star Wars sound um, was a little maybe different than other responses in the past. I said it was Sebulba's pod racer. Right. And then I I did my best impersonation of it. Which, on the fly, too, by the just, way. Like yeah. you hadn't practiced. No, just seat in my pants. I thought, you know, it might make... If it was good, it would be appreciated. And if it was bad, it would be funny. That That's where I well, thought... It, here's what it was. There, there was no net It for was me. enough to create a pull... <laughs> yes, because <laughs> Pete then says, you know what? I love that sound too, but isn't it more like this? And then he did it. And Pete did a Saboba one-up. He, he tossed, he basically tossed the, the part over his shoulder right into your sound effect. Definitely. And one of my, <laughs> it, it, it cut the binders off in my <laughs> engines and I went flying everywhere. So then we put a little pull up who did, I put a YouTube link of Sebulba's sounds basis so, so tell uh, me what do you think so i honestly in your honest opinion come in, on in my honest opinion i think if we both did ours together it would be nails oh wow 
So like a, a, a like a, a mashup? A, a little bit. I, I think I might have to go back and I'm going to actually grab those audio clips and mash you guys up and see if it works. So the nutshell version of this is that I thought it was more like shoo, 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 shoo. Right. Know? And he thought it was more co, 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 you know, it was oh. more cacophonous. Right. According to Pete. And he's not wrong. No. There is definitely some hard noise in there. Sure. Um, but I think, I uh, truly think that if we were to combine, if okay. we were to ever get in the same room someday hmm. and then do this again. I can't wait. It would be nails. Anyway. So in three, two, one, you and Pete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do it, Pete. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, coming to you August 2020 at Star Wars Celebration Anaheim. It's going to happen. The, uh, the the most anticipated sound effect. <laughs> the definitive. The definitive. Sebulba podcast or pod racer. Um, anyway. But if if you have listened to our podcast at all throughout our 21 now episodes, uh, Josh does the occasional impersonation. They're really good. Like he does a good oh, Palpatine. Thank you. Thank you. Um, he does, uh, what was the one that really got me laughing that kind of started? Well, the crumb might get you going a little bit, uh, <laughs> a little salacious. Um, yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. That's what really he got might me get going. you. Uh, but, but, you know, here's the problem is those come out spontaneously as you're talking. Mm-hmm. But if you're like, hey, Josh, do Palpatine or, hey, Josh, do Salacious Crumb, a lot of times... You tighten up. Yeah, it, it's it's hard. On the spot, yeah. now there's expectations. Sometimes someone's like, hey, do a Russian accent. It inevitably turns like German or, or something. It's it crazy. It turns you know? Australian, which yeah, is Australia, weird. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> hey, some, some old vodka, mate. Yeah, so it's... Uh, but we thought we, we did a Russian accent on WSTR. Did we? Yes, we oh, did. That's unfortunate. Remember Russian Mike? That's unfortunate. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Sorry, at WSTR. Aaron, Aaron was talking about a Russian microphone, <laughs> and I was like, Russian Mike sounds First like time a their character. subscribers had dropped. Yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. So welcome to the new segment of uh, of Holocronicles does Star Wars impersonations. All right. So today's character, and and by the way, in the future, we're going to ask you to give us the character on Twitter to tell us what you would like to hear in the future, but we're going to choose it for you this time because you didn't know it was coming. Right, right, right. right? Um, you might re- recognize this character from episode one. <laughs> I don't know. I Early on. I can't believe we're doing it. <laughs> Watto. All right. So so you go first. And for all those, all those that want to, at the end of this, mock us for what we're doing. Please. I would love to hear... Your impersonation. Yeah. So, you, so to be critiqued. Yeah. Sure. Why don't yeah. you post up a little, uh, little vid? Yeah. You don't, know? you don't have to show your face if you're scared, but, uh, but you could, you could post, you know, just shoot an image of uh, your favorite Star Wars toy in your collection and put your own, uh, put your own, yeah, your own shot yeah, at it. Put your name on it. Put your name on it. Put your name on it. Put Get your, it out uh, there. Put your money where your impersonation is. Exactly. So right. without further ado, Josh, you want to go first? No, I said you're going first. Okay. I'm going to go first <laughs> with Watto. Watto. All right, here we okay. go. I'm <clears throat> just trying to remember the line. <laughs> you don't need a line. Just I don't know, read anything. <laughs> read something around the room. Kaiser, no, so, Kaiser so say this thing. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, my tricks don't work on me. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the hand motions. I mean, that's, I that, that helps too bad we're not on video. We're not on video. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and scene, and scene. All right, all right, Josh. All the right. uh, bar know. the bar has been placed. Wow. You, if you would like that's to a high, that's a high. Go over that bar or go under it. You now here's the problem. I, I'm in the same predicament as you. Is like, I, what's a good Watto line? You know, I mean, what do you do here? Because you you already use like. <laughs> you you already use the oh oh see there we go see it's it's kind of it's hard, out. hard it's gonna it's it's gotta go um all right here we go I'm just gonna make up a line okay, how about that let's do that it's just just uh, I'm just gonna here. yeah spitball like Watto's in the pod with us right now he's like Andy your uh, Watto impersonation is not so good. Yeah, excellent. I'm going to give you a little... Oh, are you? Well, I'll give you that too. Yeah, there, there you go. And just for range, just for range, so you can feel the emotion after he had lost the Padres. And, okay, and, okay. And um, uh, Qui-Gon comes to collect. Yeah, he acquires the, Anakin. Yeah, and he, he goes, Take it. Did, could you feel that? Powerful. <laughs> I mean, just like it hit you right in the gut, right? 
<laughs> oh man, you're taking everything. <laughs> He's crying. <laughs> now, now here's the thing: you know, a little bit of you need a little bit of phlegm in your throat. I think. All right, you have to invoke a little bit of a Godfather type. Uh, Godfather mannerisms. Mannerisms. Yeah, you right? want to do the Godfather mannerisms with right. the with the three fingers. Yeah, you're yeah. good. <laughs> you took mm. my best slave. <laughs> Mucho gusto. <laughs> so is it a little? It's got a little Italian flair to him, or something. I don't know. And his mom, she's a super hot. Hey, Jimmy. Yeah. So does me. Basically, I don't know if we're now just. Uh, we're now we're getting, getting really ridiculous. bad Italian We're getting ridiculous, Josh. Well, but me and you, we go back and forth, huh? <laughs> hey. Your waddle sucks. No, your waddle sucks. No, your waddle sucks. No, your waddle sucks. Okay, that's. Uh, well, yeah. and ladies and gentlemen, that has been Impersonations <laughs> with, with Andy and Josh. Thank you. For enduring that. All right. The last We're thing. We're going to delete that part <laughs> in post. Uh, I got to last... say, your water's pretty good, man. Uh, right? I'm going to say, I, that might be your strong point. Well, I, you know. Whenever Twitter... I come at you with a crumb or a palpatine, you know, you might just go, water be out. <laughs> the last thing, Josh, right. because we need to wrap this up. Oh, yeah, we do, because uh, I think we're, uh, we're subscribers. We're are circling dropping. the toilet bowl right yeah, now. Yeah. Um, in a bit of Star Wars news, there was at first a rumor. Actually, this rumor has been kind of floating out there, mostly because Ewan McGregor has been vocal about it. He's been wanting, hey, let's do a Kenobi series or standalone or whatever the case may be. I want to do it. Ewan McGregor's all in on this idea, and he's made that known. Uh, and then this week on Twitter it was like, there was a rumor that... It's going to happen. And then as the week went along, the rumor became more solidified. And we got to give props where props are due. Mm -hmm. John Hoey reported yeah. this months ago that this was going to happen. Yeah. And from Resistance Podcaster, right? The Resistance Broadcast. Pod. Well, whatever. Resistance Broadcast Podcast. I don't know. John, John Hoey. Hoey. Yeah, John. And so uh, props to him. But it looks like it's happening, Josh, which makes me think, okay, because of Ewan McGregor's age, the age-appropriate time... That's really good. His for age him, is just right. For almost. him to be doing this would be, of course, post-episode three, pre-A New Hope. It has to be. And so the time where he has uh, isolated himself... On Tatooine, where he's... Or maybe even before. I mean, it could be that, you know, leading up to why he isolated himself, you know, for whatever reason. Because we have that gap. Right. The last we see him in episode three, he's handing Luke off to uh, Uncle Owen. And he's got to go into hiding, right? He's yes. got to, because it, now the Jedi are, are... Are all but wiped out. Right. Did I say butt wiped out? <laughs> Sorry about that. What did you say? That? <laughs> it was a fluke. <laughs> you tried to make it a joke? <laughs> Apologies for that. Yeah. Um, you'll, you'll, so you'll much live. apologies. You'll live. There's a. There's a. I gotta. I gotta think that. There's this time where Obi Wan is just watching Luke from a distance. You know, uh, Owen and Baru obviously know who he is because he he handed the the baby Luke off to him. Um, He's an old hermit. Yeah. So, you know, I'm sure their paths cross. You well, know, he moved like, to Tatooine to to shadow. To, yeah, yeah I but mean, I mean, like, just even like the Owen goes to the grocery store. You know, Obi Wan is also there too because they live in the same community, although not they're not neighbors, but they're in the same town essentially. Sure. So I mean, their paths are going to cross. Like that is such a powerful storyline. I mean, Vader could be hunting him. I mean, literally hunting him. We could see now. Well, I'm I'm just right. Does totally he ever, speculating. Does he make it off Tatooine? But does we, he go do something? We could see Vader in these because there is no reason why Vader. Now Vader maybe doesn't send his whole attention towards Kenobi, but Vader could be. He could be Emperor esque, meaning he's sending out you know agents to go find Jedi and especially his old master. You know, I mean, it's just the, and I'm, I'm literally just like, this is just flaring in my head as we're talking right well, now. Well, no, let me think here though. Yoda, see, Palpatine knew Yoda escaped. Right. He was not caught. So they know that Yoda's out there somewhere. 
But I, if I'm not mistaken, didn't they think Obi-Wan had died? Like he had fallen. Remember when he was riding that uh, green monster thing when Order no, 66, no, 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 because, they uh, shot at him, then he fell. No, because of the because Ani- <laughs> because he kicked the crap out of Anakin. They know he's alive. You're yeah, you're behind yeah. a, now, a, a I'm minute. Right. I'm you're wrong. behind a minute. I'm wrong. So he he cut off some legs. Yeah, the high yeah, ground, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. I was I was wrong. I was wrong. That's just, okay. No, just, I get you. And when I'm wrong, I'm not too big a man to say <laughs> I'm wrong. <laughs> now, now they did. They now, did. Now they did Pete do a better Sebulba's pod than me? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. He got more votes. But he's also a bigger well, podcast he's than got we some, are. He's got some around the galaxy homers out there that are trying totally to make him homers. Yeah, they're so, totally homers. Just saying. For him. Just saying. So yeah, we'll have to get an unbiased crowd. Yeah, like our homers. Matt, vote. Yeah. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> thanks for the vote, <laughs> Scott. Thanks for the vote, <laughs> Vader. Let's um, go. So uh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, the possibilities with a Kenobi, and and as we've read, instead of a movie. It looks like another series, which is to me fantastic. Like I'll, I like that. Give idea. me a series all day long, especially if the Mandalorian hits just right. And we know that Disney has no problem with these ancillary characters, which Kenobi is not, obviously. But you know, the what they did with the Marvel franchise, and and very bra- brazenly, just we're giving you Ant Man. Oh, we're giving you Ant Man too. And and by the way. Look, I grew up where Ant-Man was in comics and and not that he's not now, but meaning Ant-Man and I didn't want to read an Ant-Man right, comic. You didn't gravitate I didn't think him. it was cool. But then they just like, "No, you're getting Ant-Man." And of course the movies were good. They're, they're they're not great, but they were good. Paul Rudd's good. Paul Rudd. I mean, yeah, you can't you can't miss with Paul Rudd currently. So, um and then it ties in. I mean, it's a pretty important factor in in the overall universe for Marvel. So Disney knows. So that if they follow that formula, yeah, then I think we're going to get a bunch of these movies. And and they can't they can't be wrong. They're not going to be wrong. So in the Clone Wars, they deal with this time frame a little bit, with Obi Wan being on Tatooine, and uh, that's when he finally spoiler alert faces off for the final time with Darth Maul. Mm -hmm. And there's, you know, obviously when you think of uh, an exiled Obi-Wan, you think, well, is Darth Maul going to show up? Now, for me, the more Darth Maul, the better. Yep. And I don't think I'm alone in that. But since they've already kind of done that in the cartoons, would they be doing it again? Or are they going to cross paths in maybe a different way? Well, remember, the one thing that they have freedom with, and I get this when I read books, um, especially books that take like uh, Alphabet Squadron, which I'm, I'm in, I'm almost done with. You know, they pulled Jin right. They, they use her reference, but they reference a completely different storyline uh, or a cl- completely different part of her storyline, which you don't get in Rogue One, Jin Erso. And so, um, which is cool because it's like, hey, by the way, you saw the movie, you saw the character, but you didn't see their whole life. So there's, it's really easy. I don't care yeah. if you met Maul on Tatooine. Yeah. There's stuff that leads up to it. And maybe, yeah, maybe they parallel it. It's an animated series versus a, I would love for them to extrapolate on what happened in the animated series. Well, and, and also think of other characters who are on Tatooine at this time. Jabba's there. Jabba. He's definitely there in all of that. Young, young gangster Jabba. Young gangster Jabba. Up and coming. Yep. Jabba, perhaps. Um, Yak face. Mm-hmm. Of course. He's there. He's there. He's um, there. Yakking a, around. A man, a man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's name all the characters on on the cell barge. <laughs> Barada. <laughs> Klaatu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, two versions. You're flexing Klaatu. right now. You're flexing. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying for like... Uh, People that he could cross paths with, you know, there's, I mean, Boba bounty was, hunters. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's endless. It's completely that, that is an open story. Now, I don't know where the legend, you know, bleeds uh, into. Canon. Well, yeah, I don't know if there, just from my own personal reading, I don't know if there's already been a legend written about this that is no longer, you know, canon, but it, it's just endless. And, and give me all. The Ewan McGregor, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you can dish me. Yeah, Give it I, all. I, as I was telling uh, a guy on Twitter, I, mean, I think it was Matt, that um, 
it would be really hard to mess that up. It would, especially with you and I mean, yeah, unless you I have mean, like, like terrible dialogue, but we, we don't have Lucas anymore, so we're cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, George. That was a, that was a <laughs> the jerk truth move. Hurts. Sorry, George. I apologize. Um, but what what I was what I was going to say is that it this is easy. This is easy. Of all the decisions, it's that a softball. It, this is an easy one. Um, Disney, make it so. It's going to be good, and um, just. Favro on it and we'll be it'll be even better. Favro's busy though. He's not busy. He's fine. He's done. He's already it's in the can. He's in season two it's already. In the can. And he's gonna go right to season three before we yeah. even get season yeah. one. He's fine. Um no, this will be good. This will be uh, I'm super excited about it. I'm I'm glad and, and I think it's a strategic move too. Like the rumor mill goes, we're building, building, building to rise of Skywalker. We're building to Mandalorian. Disney Plus is a huge thing. So if you think about it, like, yeah, they want some box office success from Rise of Skywalker. It's going to happen. They don't have to worry about it. However, the real trailing money, the money that's going to continue on are those Netflix type subscribers. Those like me, like like you, like Mm -hmm. like a lot of people. Disney Plus is where their dollars at from the Netflix model. If Disney gets it in, and and of course they will, you know, you know, your own opinion on how Disney does things, but they know that Disney plus is, is their long-term, you know, profit model. And so content, look at every time you turn on Netflix, there's a new series. I can't keep up with all this. And and it's got, they're good quality actors in it. You're like, what is that? Well, I can invest another 10 episodes into this guy, you know? So, but Disney plus. They know what they're doing, so, so I think you're going to see some, some a lot of uh, product coming into that platform. And so before before we wrap this up, I just had a thought just just now. Really, like lightning struck my brain. Um, I wonder if this might be in response. Like you always, I always wonder just how many people are upset at the sequels. Because they make a lot of noise, right? The the ones that are ticked off, hashtag not sure. my Luke, right? Right, or they're they're ticked off at whatever about the sequels ruining their childhood, and, and that's Which a little ridiculous, exaggerative. But, yeah. but but there's definitely critics of the sequels out there, and there's critics of Galaxy's Edge not having anything, you know, not being on a planet that's known. It's it, it's new. That's why it's not doing well in business. Whatever. Which I. I push back against. I push back against that. But like, how many? How many of those loud critics are there really? Because one could very easily say, "Well, we've got the Rise of Skywalker, the last of the sequel. We've got the Cassian Andor series. We've got the Mandalorian. We've got um, season two of the Resistance. Like, this is all new stuff with new characters, and." Would they do something like this to appease some of the older fans? Because Obi-Wan is known and he is beloved in the Star Wars canon. Like, could this be a response to that? And that's me being, that's might be me giving a little more credit to the, the vocal negativity, at least that is on social media. And that's, it's, social media is not real life. And I understand that. But what? It, but it is, <laughs> but it, but it, it you can't totally dismiss it either. I actually want to, so I'll, I'll stop you there. I actually want to spin it on you and say, this might be more positive than you're thinking. It could be in response to, um, you know, we just mentioned John Huey. So let's get out there and say it like make solo Two happen. You know that it could be in response to the positive side of the fandom who's saying, and by the way, whether you like the sequels or not, everyone would love to see a Kenobi movie with you and McGregor. And if you don't, then you, you just get out, just leave, <laughs> yeah, yeah. just leave right now. I know who you are. Just leave who would, you're done. You're the most person? negative person in the galaxy. Yeah. Get out. So, so it could be in, in more of a response to like, it actually might be the positive side of like, Hey, let's give them what they want. We are giving them like you, to your point, this kind of new stuff where we're going to have to adapt and understand new characters and, and fine, give it, give it to me, but let's give them Kenobi. And I think that might be more like that might actually be more of a nod to the positive community than it is to the negative, in my opinion. Like for me, especially when you have someone 
like McGregor saying, I- I'll do it. I'll do it right now. You know, let's do it. I got time. I got time, like, man. Like Winnie the Pooh was good, but I got some time now. <laughs> I've spotted all my trains. I'm good. Give me some more stuff. Uh, so so he, I think Disney's getting smart. And and by the way, I'll, I'll just bring that up again. I mean, with with the, the uh, model and the formula they use for the Marvel series, you know, Thor, Captain America, Ant-Man. What's the other one? Who am I missing? Anyway, Iron Man. Well, I mean, but Iron Man, like he started that that started the series like. But, um, you know, that Black Panther. Yeah, there you go. Black Panther. It works like Black Panther really wasn't a a top echelon, you know, comic book character. Now, Black Panther, one of the most successful movies ever. Now it is. Now it's like if you see Black Panther 2, I'm going, you Mm -hmm. know, and they made it that way. That formula works. Give me and then to tie it all together. I mean, I don't know who the the spider in the web was for that huh? Spider Man uh, to to weave that all together, but <clears throat> genius move. I mean, really genius move. So, and, and that's Disney, by the way. So why could they? Why can't they do that for for Star Wars? Yeah, do and they should. Yeah, it just fills in more story, more content. And so I have this, I have this a little bit of a um, fantasy for this idea that that Obi Wan Kenobi um, isn't just sitting around in a cave for. 18 years while Luke grows up. Right. Yeah. But give me the plot line, but on occasion Luke shows up like Luke. Yeah. He's got a little Luke, like little Annie Luke. Like he's sitting, he's sitting at a little table in Tatooine. Tashi station. Tashi station, (laughs) having a blue milk and, and, uh, in a sippy cup. No, 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 no. Obi-Wan is. Oh, oh, he's sitting. And, and he might be in a conversation with another patron or or something else. And but in the middle of the conversation, his eyes oh, wander it. wander across. They they pan across, and just over his shoulder, you see a, a Some young little kid, toe head, uh, little yeah, walking across, little, little blonde headed kid walking around, and, and he's just got his eye on him, right? right? Like even though he's got his own life and he's doing his own thing, his goal is to protect him and to keep an eye out for him. So he's always just off screen, or he's or he's never that far away. And if he has to leave to go do something, do a mission or whatever, he's got something to do off planet. He comes right back finds where Luke is, checks on him without ever being a presence because he never like And Obi- he saves him a couple times without, without ever him, knowing without him yeah, ever yeah. knowing it. Like uses the force or a, a tree falls on him. But no, <laughs> he picks it up off of him and and uh or maybe pushes the pushes the speeder out of the way so it doesn't run him over. Exactly. Like a <laughs> force, like a confundus charm in, yeah, in yeah. Harry Potter. Heard it here first, folks. Uh we're gonna get young Luke in the Obi-Wan Kenobi and, and he may not even ever have any lines, but, and he might not even be a part of the story at all, other than that's the whole reason why he's there. Every time you look at a twin sunset, you'll think Luke's out there. He's out there. He's just right over there. He's out there repairing a, uh, the droids. No, the, uh, yeah, evaporator. He's, yes, yes, an evaporator. Anyway. I, I'm excited about this and I'm glad it looks like it's happening. And I think, and I would say, thank you, Disney. Alone. And as, as far as, as the fandom goes as a whole, negative, positive, whatever. Thank you. I mean, let's do it. And I think the Mandalorian is going to, by all accounts, be awesome. And I'm a hundred percent. I mean, Hey, I just, you know, touted the Iron Man, Marvel, blah, blah, blah. Favreau, Favreau's brainchild. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's going to be awesome, and I think it will propel more content into our faces. I mean, and I didn't even mention all the things that came out on Netflix, all the Marvel content on Netflix. Oh, yeah. You got Daredevil, Iron and, Fist. Uh, yeah, it's just crazy. Electra. Like uh, the the you know Luke the, uh, Cage. Shield. I mean, it's Agents just, of Shield. Yeah, it's crazy. Give me all of that. Now, that being said, I am not a Punisher. I'm not up to speed on all those no and i want to be yeah. i like them daredevils are good and legends green arrow what is that dc no green arrows yeah sorry see that's how there's just so much you there's, could go back right now i could if i broke my leg and had to miss work for a month that's what i would catch up on don't break my leg i'm having surgery in a months. <laughs> that's a good idea all right josh uh to all of our listeners out there thank you for listening thank you for the share um Interact with us, please, on Twitter, at Holochronicles. 
on Instagram. We are a small presence on Instagram. Everything's to... growing every day. The set's getting bigger right now. <laughs> Our set is is growing. We're gonna have video up and running. We're close. Here. Pretty We're close. close. We're we're kind of running some ideas around and uh, working through the technical and the financial uh, uh, burdens that come with uh, getting ourselves lives, but uh, you know, live on. Uh, we're trying. On... We're amateurs trying to be professional. Yeah. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, that's 100%. and so that takes a little bit of time to do. But be on the lookout. We will have some guests on in our very near future. We still might show up on another pod or two before Thanksgiving. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Thanksgiving is it would be a great time to talk Star Wars. There'll be a lot happening by then because Disney Plus will be rolling. Yep. But um, it's going to be a powerful month. November will be. I mean, this may be the summer of love, but November might be the uh... month of Thanksgiving. <laughs> and I think that'll wrap it up. Thanks again for listening, guys. Hey, make sure you get out there and listen to WSTR, uh, our pod. I mean, hey, we're, we're, I'm going to plug our pod on WSTR. What episode was that? Like 138 or something like <laughs> They've that? They've been around a while. So I don't... And uh, 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 Around the Galaxy, um, that was episode 26. 20, 26. So 26. go check them out. They're great podcasts. They contribute to the community a lot. In positive ways. In very positive ways. Very knowledgeable guys. And uh, we appreciate the heck out of them. And and we want you to as well. So love you guys. Uh, and and don't forget, you. hashtag Mace Lives. Mace Lives. Mace Lives. 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 <laughs> This party's over. What you say, base? Take a seat. Oh, stand. For your own good, stay out of this thing. Oh, yeah, base. Base talking big. If what you've told me is true, you will have gained my trust. Base